Hi everyone, this is Dapra Ambition. I'm your host, Nalani Salvasingam. So right now in Ontario, we are in step three. So initially when they rolled out this step process, they said that in each step, we will be in it for at least a minimum of 21 days. They're gonna see how it goes. Do the numbers drop? Do they stay the same? Do they keep, do they get higher? Um, and then they're gonna decide whether we move on to the next step. So, but either way, minimum of 21 days. So step two, we should have entered on July 2nd. So the day after Canada Day, which is a holiday. And I remember sitting there, and this was, I think, on the 29th of June. I remember sitting there and talking to Akash, and he's like, oh, we're moving into step two tomorrow. And I was like, oh, yeah, I thought it was supposed to be on the second. And then I thought about it, and I was like, oh, like, they want everyone to be a little bit more free on Canada Day because it's a holiday, you know. And I felt this, like, happiness, I guess, or this joy, this joy, this, like, I was like, oh, it's so nice of them. Isn't it so nice of them that they would move up the date? They didn't wait the 21 days. They did 19 days just so we can actually enjoy the holiday a little bit better. Like, isn't it so nice of them? And I was like, hold on one minute. Just hold on one minute. Is this not like some form of twisted Stockholm syndrome? Like, isn't that what this is? Like, they've kept us cooped up for a year and a half basically on and off but mostly off or on mostly cooped up is what I'm trying to say and just a little bit of kindness like the smallest amount and we're like oh my goodness this is so nice like I don't know if any, every, anyone else felt that way but I definitely did and I thought it was so twisted it was so 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 messed up that I actually felt happy about it and I thought like this was such a nice gesture, you know, and the government, I mean, I think we can safely say that they have completely effed up this entire situation and yes, I understand this is the first time something like this has happened and blah, 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 but if this is not the worst possible way that this could have been dealt with, then I don't know what is. Okay, like I know, okay, you lock down your borders, locked. I do this because still tens of thousands of people were still crossing the damn US border and coming into Canada for work. I don't know what work they're doing that they can't do it from home. They can't do it remotely. Like what is it exactly that you're working? You live there, but you're working here for, and you keep crossing for work. What is it? Like unless you're a truck driver and you're like, it's like, import export you know like other than that and you're driving back and forth what else could there possibly be tens of thousands of people and yet they didn't allow our teams the raptors the blue jays the leafs or well, the leafs eventually kind of worked it out because they did their own like canada division but that's only there's other teams that are in canada as well the raptors don't have that the blue jays don't have that and they didn't let them play at home even though these athletes are pretty much or probably would be safer than these randos that are just crossing the border like all the time for work. Work. Okay, it made no sense to me. The athletes would be, you know, on their team bus. They would go to the airport. They would get on a private flight and then they land here and they go straight from the airport. They go 
to their hotel and they're in their hotel they're quarantining pretty much they're just staying indoors until they have to go practice or they have to do something go to the facility so why was that not considered safe like i don't know but at least now the blue jays are home finally they finally agreed um there was a chance that it wasn't going to work out for this june uh, sorry july 30th long weekend um because it was just such a short time and they didn't think they would be able to get their approval and if they did it then it wouldn't be until the end of august like pretty much almost like labor day ish time that they would come or they would allow them to play at home but anyway they did say yes they rushed it and it was like very quick that they decided that they're going to be playing at home and now they're playing at home which is so exciting and I was watching because I didn't get to watch the game, unfortunately, the first game back because I had like other stuff going on, but just watching the highlights after and I I was tearing up just the thought of it. Like I was just like, in the car thinking about all oh, the Jays are going to be playing. They're going to be at home. And can you just imagine the emotion that they would be feeling like I would if I was a professional baseball player, I would be a wreck. Like I would be like. <laughs> like I would be so like I don't know how you could just hold that hold that in I don't know and Charlie Montoyo I saw the clip of like him like crying and I mean I don't even want to get into what how I feel about Charlie Montoyo but I mean like he was tearing up like he was legit tearing up like not just a little bit okay so I mean it, it's just such a big moment and they're Owen um two and oh you know and so far at home at home home like their actual home and you know who knows like what this record could have been if they were playing at home the entire time because like if they played in buffalo there were so many like whenever they played yankees and stuff which is obviously they're in our division so we play them quite often there would be more yankees fans there than there were toronto fans and then same goes for boston like every everyone was traveling to come watch and I feel like our home games were like how Raptors road games are you know it's mostly the road teams um fans that were there to celebrate so and to cheer them on but yeah at least they're home now and they're playing and the government dude I don't know I'm hearing talks of another wave I don't know if it's the fourth one now or the fifth one or sixth I don't I don't know I don't know but I cannot do this lockdown shit no more no more. And I got both of my vaccines. I got it. I'm still being safe. I'm not going around hugging everybody, but like, what? Anyways, I am happy that they've opened up stuff. Um, especially like, I like really, my eyebrows needed so much work. And I mean, I, I went once to get it done, but I feel like now it's going back again. I really need to get back, go back. But uh, my arms, like I don't wax my arms often. Like it's very rare. And I don't shave it at all because I feel like it's just too much work. And I don't want to get into the habit of always having to shave my arms. But it had been a really long time since the last time I had waxed. And to the point where like even Akash, who never says anything about body hair, like he never mentions anything. He never complains. He never says anything. And this wasn't even a complaint, but he looked at my arm and he was just like, did your arms always look like this? Cause like, I usually like, I, I, it grows long. Like I never wax it unless they have something actually coming up. I'm never like, Oh, 
oh, my arm hair is really long. I should go wax it now. Like, I, I don't do that. Like, so for me, it just, it was just like, okay, whatever. But for like the fact that he was like, like uh, your arms look different, you know, like I haven't seen it get this bad, I guess is what he was trying to say. But yeah, it was nice to finally get my arms waxed and my legs. There were moments there where, again, I get lazy to shave, but the weather is nice, so you kind of have no choice. But there was moments there where my leg hair was so long, it was literally generating, like, if I wore, like, cotton pants or, like, you know, like, pajama pants, it was literally generating, like, static electricity. Like, that's how long it was. Like, I, I could feel it. Like, when I pull my pants, like, the leg, I could feel my hair, like, sticking to it and also coming with it. Like, that's how, like, it, it was bad. It was really bad. But um, it's better now. So one of the great things about everything being open now, they were doing patio uh, dinners and like the restaurants did have patio, but not all the restaurants did it. And when it's patio, like it's limited, like, you know, like a lot less people can, um, I mean, like they, they can accommodate a lot less people. So they finally opened up a little bit more and we went out to dinner, I, me and a friend of mine. We went out to dinner and I was really looking forward to this because it'd been a while since I'd gone out to eat. Uh, skip the dishes, Uber Eats, you know, those things help when you just want it, when you're getting food and you just want to have something other than just, you know, the same stuff you have all the time, which was great. But being out and being at a restaurant, that vibe is completely different and it doesn't replace that vibe. And I miss that vibe because I love eating out. I think I've probably mentioned this once or twice before but I love it like I love eating out so much I just like the entire vibe I don't know everything about it I love it so I was so excited and uh we made reservations at a restaurant in Ajax and we went to the restaurant and we sat outside it was like relatively like it was a nice day so we sat outside and we were it was like a weekday right like just like a, a weekday evening dinner and we were having our meal and I was sitting with my back to the makeshift, like a makeshift wall, I guess, right? That, like the edge of the outdoor patio. And so from where I'm sitting, like I have, I can see like a bunch, I can see people, right? Like that, that's the kind of spot I'm sitting in. I can kind of, I have a view of the land. I have the, like the layout. I can see the layout. So I'm sitting there and then I glance over to my right and I see like, hey, like I, I know this person, you know, I know this person from school or, you know, I know this person from somewhere. And then I look to my left and hey, there's more people here that I know. And I'm like, first of all, it's a Wednesday evening. Okay, like, why are you guys out? What are the chances? And you have to schedule, you have to make reservations. So we all happen to make reservations around the same time as well so it's not just like you know it, it just makes the coincidence even more so like what the heck so I know you I know you okay great that's fine I'm still enjoying my meal but but I'm sitting there and the food comes and sitting like right here if you guys can picture like right here there's a table and there's it's a brown couple and the guy is guy's back is facing me okay so they're very close to they're like probably one of the closest tables to us so they're sitting right there 
and the chairs that they had outside were so there's like the back support and then there's a space and then it's the actual seat so the full back is not covered okay so there is a gap here where you could see the other person's lower back okay and this person had about two inches two and a half inches of ass crack showing Two and a half inches of a fucking ass crack. Like, I did not wait all this time to come out to eat at a nice restaurant to only be having my meal with the view of a fucking ass crack. An ass crack. Like, why can't people just pull up their pants? Just pull it up. Pull up your damn pants. I don't understand. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. There is no reason why I should be looking at an ass crack ever, especially in a food setting where I'm just trying to enjoy my meal. I was so disturbed by it. Like, cause you can't help you. It's right there. Like I, I do this. It's right there. Two and a half inches, people. Okay, one inch, two inch, two and a half. This much ass crack. Okay, it was a brown guy. That much ass crack. <laughs> Not that it matters that it was a brown guy. Like anyone's ass crack is just too much ass crack, personally. But I was enraged. I was disgusted. I was embarrassed for him. Cause it's not like I could go and tap him on the shoulder and be like, dude, I can see your ass crack. Like I couldn't say that he didn't know. Right. I mean, I'm assuming he didn't know. And I don't think I'm the only one that noticed it. Cause there was another couple like kind of next to me. And I saw people kind of glancing and she may have also noticed it. But why can't you just pull up your pants? Just pull it up. And like, okay, at least when you're sitting down, like hold your pants up while you sit down. That's how people should be sitting down. Hold your pants, unless your shirt is long enough to cover everything. You, pull, you hold your um, pants up and then you sit down like that and then you let go. And then you check. I do that all the time. I don't know why other people don't do it. I just kind of, you know, do this just to make sure like there's nothing like even skin. I don't even want to show skin. Okay. Cause I mean like who knows what's going to be like ruin someone else's appetite. I don't know. So like it's just a courtesy, just a common courtesy to not show your ass crack at dinner, at dinner time. And I came home and I remember telling Akash like, like, I need to tell you, you know? Okay, so I saw, and he, he knew the people that I recognized. So I was just like, so there's three things, you know? I saw this person sitting over here. I saw this person sitting over here. And here was an ass crack, okay? And I told him, and he, uh, he was like, why were you looking? Excuse me, but I am the victim here. 
are you blaming me? Like, it was so upsetting, okay? So upsetting that he would blame me for this person showing his ass crack. How can you, like, how can you help it? That's human nature. You see, like, it's just like a fucking, like, car wreck. You don't want to look, but you want to look. You, you can't help it. Okay? So I didn't want to look at that ass crack, but it was right there. Every time I looked at my friend to say something to her, I'd be like, I, I couldn't help it. But I didn't even tell her about it. You know, like, I, I was at least trying to save that guy a little bit of dignity. Because, so I didn't even tell her that, yo, this is what I'm looking at. And also, God forbid, she turned around and looked. And then she also, like, you know, lost her dinner. So I can't, I just can't believe he blamed me. Like, why are you looking is what he asked me. I'm sorry, I didn't go out of my way to look at it. Or to see it. Or for this to even be the situation. I didn't seek it out. Okay, it just happened to me. Again, I am the victim here. And how dare you victim blame? How dare you? All right, enough about that. I think I said ass crack about 35 times, which is also my age. And that's odd that that's the number that came up. But anyways, so you guys know how much I love cooking shows. And if you don't know, now you know. Okay, I love cooking shows. MasterChef Australia is one of my favorite shows. They have US, they have the Canada one that I know of as well. But the Australia one is so good. It's so good because the chefs like actually, they really put through the ringer. Like you, they have so many competitions. They compete in so many things in order to make it to the end. And at the end, the food that they're producing, they're preparing, it looks fantastic. It's like unbelievable, you know, like how much they've learned and how much they've grown. I don't think it's the same with Canada and US. And you don't get to know the contestants as often or as much because on a more personal level, um, as you do um, MasterChef Australia, because again, it's like a shorter series. Uh, MasterChef Australia has like five episodes a week. So like, yeah, like you really get to know them. And so the Australia one just ended recently and thoroughly enjoyed the season, of course, like always. And the US one is currently going on. And I usually don't like watching the US one. It's one episode a week. They do one competition. So one cooking challenge and the worst one goes home. Okay, so that's it. Like they don't have like multiple like levels to it. It's it's just kind of boring for me. But anyway, I, I was watching because I was also gonna like I knew I was gonna miss Australia when it was done, so I started watching it. And the last episode I watched, they had a cooking challenge where you know they have this mystery box challenge, and there's five ingredients inside that mystery box. And the challenge for this one was to make a dish including all of those ingredients. That was the challenge. And so they did the challenge and there was one guy who, poor guy, he had, he had used all five ingredients. Four of them were in the dish that he had. And with one of the ingredients, he had made like a butter 
compound butter, which he had put in the fridge. And he forgot to get that um, compound butter out of the fridge before the time ran out. It just totally slipped his mind, which is understandable. It happens, okay? It happens. Now, he was in the bottom three because of the fact that he had left out one ingredient. Because that was the only reason. Because they do go around kind of tasting everyone's and then they decide who are the top three and who are the bottom three. And he was in the bottom three just for that purpose. So once they decide, okay, these are the bottom three, they tell them to come up with their full dishes and then they actually fully properly eat their food. And they ate the food and they loved his dish. They loved it, okay? They thought it was delicious. He had missed out an ingredient though, okay? And then they asked him to bring that ingredient as well. They tried that, they also thought that was delicious. So again, I understand. The challenge was to use all five ingredients. He had only used four of them. So, okay, fine. The other two, they hated their dishes, especially one of them. They hated every aspect of it. There was nothing that they enjoyed. One of the judges who, again, this is one of the reasons why I prefer Australia because they're not bitches. They're not rude to these contestants. If they don't like it, they tell them they don't like it, but they don't do these like, like all these dramatics to be like extra like rude to these people or you know like even Gordon Ramsay who can be very harsh and although he's apparently a really nice person in real life but uh kitchen what is it hell's Hell's kitchen don't even think about it because that one like he's a tyrant but on um, this show he's not that bad but sometimes he is harsh a little like a little harsh there's another one, the uh, Italian one, the bald Italian one, him, okay? He takes the plate of food and he just, just for the sake of, and he just kind of throws it, like it makes it makes a big platter and it's just like, cause he's like so unimpressed with the food and he's not a chef, he's a restaurateur, okay? But I'm, okay, he knows good food. I'm sure he knows good food and blah, blah, blah. So that's what he did to that guy's plate of food, okay? And I, sometimes I, I'm just like, you guys are just trying to, like, it, it doesn't, like it almost seems like it's just like fake meanness like you know like you're just trying to put on this thing to make it seem like oh this competition is so tough and blah 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 and like look how harsh we are and because we take this very seriously and you know these are these are home cooks that are cooking for you like keep that in mind as well okay anyway so they hated that guy's dish so much okay so much and do you know who went home the guy who made the delicious food where one ingredient was left out. That's who went home. And I was so infuriated because I watched so many seasons of these shows before and they, you do look at what's the bigger mistake, leaving out one ingredient or making the shittiest food possible that you guys hate, uh, like hate it totally. You have to look at that too. And you have looked at it in the past because I know when it's a contestant that you favor, that you really like, and you want to go far in this competition, you make excuses for, like you make decisions that favor them. You know what I mean? Like if this guy who, I mean, like he, he's been doing well, yes. But would is he one of their favorite contestants? Probably not. And I think that's why they sent home to kind of send a message like, even if you make one small mistake, we're going to send your ass home because that's how strict we are when it comes to these rules. When I've seen you not do that before. And if that's the case, if that's the case, the challenge was to use 
five ingredients. You only used four. So we're going to send you home because that you didn't fulfill the brief. You didn't meet the challenge. That's, that's fine. Then why did you have to eat their food? Why did you have to put this whole show eating their food, acting like there's still a chance this guy can stay and then saying, no, you, you didn't meet the thing. So you're going home. If that's what you're going to base this off of, why even try their food? Why? As soon as they said, because I knew, I knew you know, they're going to pull this shit because they like, again, they're just trying to send a message. They're just trying to make it seem like, oh, like we're so cutthroat here. Like, fuck off, fuck off. As soon as they said his name, I turned off the TV and I'm like, yeah, I'm no longer watching this because this is fucking bullshit. It makes no sense to me. It makes absolutely no sense to me. And I can name about three other contestants that are in the final. They only have final 15 and they eliminate one person every week. Okay. So you have 15 contestants, you eliminate, I can name three people and whoever is left that if that is, that was the person who had left out that one ingredient, you would not have sent that person home. You would not have. And I'm willing to bet the money that I do not have on that. Yeah. So clearly I was a little angry today. There's been a lot of pent up frustrations, if I may. And I don't know. I just had a lot to kind of let out because the last couple episodes have been episodes with guests. And although I do, like I said, I do enjoy those episodes. I do enjoy having guests on and learning about their experiences and having them talk about it because it could not only be a motivation to me but to maybe people listening to that are kind of um wanting to go down like that path or you know have some sort of interest that they aren't pursuing because of whatever might be holding them back so I do enjoy those episodes but these rant episodes really help a lot too because you know I, I I feel better I already feel better and here's to having more of those rant episodes there's a lot of things trust me Trust me, I have written a lot of things down and um, you should be seeing it in the next few weeks. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. If you have any thoughts on today's episode, please do not hesitate to reach out. And like always, don't forget to like, share and subscribe. And yeah, share. Okay, share. Share with your friends. Send this clip to them. You know, remember people used to do that all the time when they, it's like a YouTube link and they'll just send it over to you or they'll forward it to people. Like, do that. And I used to be, I used to hate it because I'm like, oh, I don't want to watch this crap. Whatever crap you're sending me, I probably don't want to watch it. I'm probably not interested in it. But like, you know, but maybe they might be interested in it. Grateful, thankful, blessed. Peace.